Welcome to episode number 73 of Breaking Business Barriers. I've got my co-host, the coolest of the cool, great real estate uh, professional, JT. JT, why don't you say howdy to everybody? You're too kind, man. Hope everybody's doing well. Yeah, no kidding. You know, I don't know how many times I've wished someone well or be safe in like almost every conversation. Heck, I walk out of Costco and I'm telling everyone, be safe, you know, wish you yeah. well and the whole thing. So I wonder how many, time all of, how many times all of us say that routinely throughout uh, each and every day of our, of our lives, especially in today's world. Well, JT and I thought, well, let's do something a little different. We, we, uh, we took a little time over the 4th of July. Maybe JT spent a little bit of time with his family. Maybe I spent a little, little bit of time with family and barbecue, but, you know, that's, we, we know the truth behind that. But. But uh, so we, we got together, we thought, all right, 2020, the first half of the year is now in the mirror. And, uh, you know, maybe there's some things that we can look, you know, look maybe to the future, but also what did we experience so far? You cool with that, JT? Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. So this is off the cuff, so to speak. So JT doesn't necessarily have all of these questions uh, burnt burned in, in his mind but but uh um uh, so good old brent duham here is going to ask jt a few questions and he can fire some back at me if he'd like hey jt if i were to tell you at the beginning of the year that there would be a global pandemic of epic proportions and it was 100 percent certain what would you have done so let's say january 1st you know we're doing we're going through our goals you know what's breaking business barriers going to look like other things, your business, your family, what would you have done if all of a sudden, you know, you had that vision that, man, the SHI, you know what, is going to hit the fan? Well, gosh, I don't know if I would have believed it. I probably would have been in denial. But, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, to the advice I would give is to, you know, just check your priorities and, you know, uh, try to be as courteous and, and thoughtful towards others. You know, um, even if we disagree with someone else's, you know, take on the whole thing, just keep in mind that this is all new territory to everyone and uh, emotions are, are obviously flying high. And, you know, just uh, I think the, the biggest uh, piece of advice is just to you know, be considerate towards uh, everyone else on it. Amazing how that works all time, right? Great times. Right. You know, decent times, tough times, be, be kind, be courteous. Funny you say that. I had a couple of notes here that included, included that. So I guess great minds think alike, JT. That's all, that's all I'm saying over here. But uh, like hey, like you get the first half of the year. Um, you've had the first half of the year. Do you have a memory, too, that you just like, you know, in a great way that, hey, I'm, you know, we accomplished this or maybe I accomplished that or whatever the case might be, a memory to that you'd like to share that have been super positive? Absolutely. My best memory of the entire year uh, was actually last night. Uh, this week I have been trying to, as, as you and I chatted about, I've been trying to uh, take better control of my time, uh, start earlier in the day, um, and, uh, so anyway, I'll probably touch more on that here in a bit, but, uh, last night, uh, I had put in a really long day at work and, and I had gotten a good workout in yesterday morning and, um, I went home and, uh, I told the family, I said, let's go grab 
some uh, food, uh, you know, safely grab some food with our masks on. Uh, <laughs> let's go uh, order some, some, uh, some food and let's go, after that, let's go fishing. So we ran, I went into Walmart and uh, got a couple little fishing poles and we went to a lake that's right here in the center of McKinney, uh, Adriatica, if, if you're familiar with the area. And, um, you know, it was so fun for me because, uh, okay, I grew up, you know, fishing. I'm, I'm extremely blessed that I had, still have parents who exposed me to that and grandparents, both of my granddads were fishermen. Uh, but I have not been good about exposing my children to that uh, historically. So last night we went and fished and, you know, to a guy like me who had, who's, you know, fished a lot in the past, you know, maybe doesn't seem like the most exciting thing in the world or for, well, for my two little boys, uh, they were just completely in awe. You know, they were, I was showing them how to cast the rod, how to put the worm on the hook. Uh, I might have even whistled the uh, Andy Griffith theme song. And, uh, man, that was literally the best memory of, uh, you know, of, since this whole, this whole COVID thing started. Simple is good. Uh, who, got, who got the most dirty between the boys? Uh, you know who put us all to shame was my wife. Uh, Laura <laughs> caught like seven fish. So we were, you know, thinking that, uh, I don't know, I, I would, you know, just, just maybe it's chauvinistic, but <laughs> I was thinking that, you know, I was the, uh, the one out of the family who had the most experience with fisher, fishing and she was just putting us all to shame. So I have to give her uh, the uh, title of, uh, you know, getting in there and, and getting our hands the dirtiest. <laughs> Ben, they're done that. Uh, the girls have whipped uh, both Brandon and I in the past, um, rightly so, and, and well-deserved. The uh, No doubt, but fun, right? You guys said that the whole piece of that was, was fun. I haven't figured out how to do the whole restaurant and, and going to the restaurant eating with my mask on, but I get barbecue sauce all right. I'm not really sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, what's been, what's been uh, the most difficult hurdle or memory? And, and those don't necessarily mean it's something bad. It just means a hurdle and a challenge, which then we can learn from. Anything come to mind on that, JT? Yeah, I think just all the uncertainty. You know, um, I'm blessed to be in an industry that surprisingly is, is busier than ever right now. We're still kind of scratching our heads on that. <laughs> um, but uh, I think, you know, just for so many people, you know, they're, they're, and that's just luck of the draw. You know, none of us could look back and said, Hey, such and such industry is going to thrive during this time, and this other industry is going to suffer. Uh, my older brother is a doctor; he's an anesthesiologist, and um, he does surgeries. Uh, and he is uh, really slow right now. So that's an example of how you know nobody could have planned as to which you know industries would do well and which would not. It's just kind of just kind of luck of the draw. Um, so that's the hardest part is seeing these families who, you know, are in an industry or dependent on an industry that is just not, you know, able to do well, um, you know, situationally with, with all the just unique restrictions that this pandemic has put on. So that, that's really hard to watch. Yeah, it is, right? I mean, it's all, it, it touches everyone 
in different ways, certainly. And a great example is someone in the medical profession, you would never think that they would ever be concerned about having to be on furlough or being on this, that, or the other thing, because they're always a need. But uh, yeah, and that's, uh, and that's what's been scary about it, the unknowns along with all the health pieces. What do you miss most, or maybe you don't, I'm not, I'm not sure what your answer would be here about normalcy. And what I mean by maybe you don't, maybe uh, being thrown a curveball like this pandemic, maybe it's helped you and your mindset, or maybe just flat out what do you miss most about normalcy other than certainty? Uh, social interaction, <laughs> normal social interaction. Um, my uh, wife and I really enjoy getting sitter on Saturday nights and going out to dinner and, uh, you know, just being around other people. Uh, so that's been really tough. You know, that's been, been really interesting to, you know, uh, spend way more time at home and, you know, not be able to interact socially as much as, as we did before. So I, I'm greatly looking forward to a return to that. <laughs> that's, that's that normal scene. Yeah, I think my wife would concur with that because at the Duhame household, when we talk about getting a sitter, it's my wife and the two kids leaving and they bring a sitter in and, and make sure that I don't get myself in any trouble. Imagine that. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, what advice do you have for others? You know, and you and I have met a lot of folks, podcasts, and, and just through our walks of our careers. We know some are, are suffering. And a lot of it starts, you know, at the heart, then it goes to the head and, and they're, they're struggling. They, they have a hard time seeing beyond tomorrow or the next day. Any advice for, for those? And I'll guarantee we'll have listeners that are struggling and, uh, we, you know, our hearts go out to them. But got a piece of advice that either that you want to share or maybe you learn from someone else? Absolutely. Uh, I, you couldn't have asked me a better question this week because it's something that, you know, I, I've been thinking about a lot. So, my advice is be extremely guarded and be extremely selective as to who you allow voices you're listening to. What I mean by that is, uh, and I think we chatted about this, uh, so I've been really bad in the past about, you know, waking up in the morning and first thing I do is check my phone. You know, I'm checking my email, my texts, my social media, we're turning on the news. Um, you know, none of those information or media sources really care about you and, and want, you know, care about you to have a, a good day. You know what I'm saying? And to have a good perspective to start your day with. None of those sources care. You know, they're selling clicks or advertisement or, or they need something. Uh, I've just started doing this past week is um, I've been uh, I was telling you I've been turning my phone off uh, maybe 7 8 p.m. at night if I don't have any urgent matters that are going to require my attention that night uh, I've just been shutting the thing down and um, you know focusing on the family and uh, it's been absolutely amazing. It's been so much fun for me to just force myself to unplug. Uh, because again, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're listening to CNN news or Fox news or anyone else. 
Um, you know, they're all selling advertisement and the thing that sells advertisement is fear. You know, so if you're just, I'm not saying to not watch the news. I'm saying to not make that mistake of looking to the news to set the tone for your day. Uh, so what I've been doing this past week or two, uh, well, I guess since the first of the month, so I've actually been reading Proverbs. I've been reading uh, the uh, book of Proverbs that coincides with the day of the month. And, um, you know, that's information that is, you know, extremely universal. Uh, it's information that tells you how to thrive, you know, not only in good times, but in bad times. Uh, and that's been a huge change for me because it's helped me take control of my day. And then, you know, instead of looking at Facebook, you know, I tell people all of these media sources that I mentioned, you know, it's like opening an empty refrigerator and expecting to find a super healthy, you know, mega food salad in there. It's not going to be in there. <laughs> and that encouragement, that guidance that you need to get through a hard time like this is not going to be on CNN. It's not going to be on Fox. It's not going to be on. It's not going to be in your email. Uh, so that's my advice is be proactive in who you're looking to or what you're looking to, to set the tone and set the pace for your day. Here, here. Cheers. Cheers to that one. No, no doubt about it. So in summary, JT is saying control what you intake. It'll, uh, it'll provide probably pluses on what your outtake is, right? And how you, how you do your job, how you interact with your family, friends, and, and uh, associates and business and what have you. So I think, I think that's really, really important. It's tough to do though, right? It's so hard to do. It's, you know, uh, people like looking at train wrecks, <laughs> you know? So that's the temptation when you first wake up is to look for something that's not necessarily the most healthy uh, information to consume. No kidding. And, and you also said be, be very careful who you associate yourself with, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be like-minded, but someone who's willing to listen. And uh, yeah. if you ask for advice, they'll, they'll right. give you sound advice. Right, right. All right, I've got a few. Uh, <clears throat> before we go into a little lightning round thing here, I just want your thoughts and just a few words of each one that I, I read off. But I do want to make sure that we thank a couple of our sponsors, JT, and that's uh, Open Media Source, who provides us this platform along with others to be able to leverage uh, podcasting and what have you, along with American Option Insurance, the insurance gurus that uh, do home, auto, you name it, good folks. Just give them a call for a quote. They're in not all states in the United States, but a lot of them. So, hey, let's, uh, JT, let's go into this. When I say, uh, when I say this, encourage kids, what's that mean to you? Encourage kids. Oh, man. Off of their screens. <laughs> uh, give them boredom. And what I mean by that is force them, you know, just like me turning off my phone, Force, you know, give them times where they don't have any choice but to actually let their mind wander and, you know, try new, you know, creative things. Um, you know, set an example. Don't just tell them to get off their video games and then sit there on your own device, as many of us parents do. 
um, you know, teach them optimism, you know, teach them to be uh, careful with, uh, you know, how they treat others and careful with, you know, their, their outlook on the world. Yeah, well said. I may add just to everything awesome that you just said, and, and many of these kids that'll be old enough to remember what it was like going through an incredible challenge of that 2020 provided via the pandemic. And that's being at home, you know, not being around their, their little friends growing up that they, that they want to hang with. And, and I think some of these kids will be the toughest kids on the planet. When, uh, when this passes, I think they will be, it'll breed a lot of entrepreneurs. It'll be, it'll be, I, I just think it's amazing, you know, for the kids who really want to get out there and get after it and have the right uh, people supporting them and giving them the encouragement, the encouragement to, to go after their dreams. What do you think about this one? Listen. What's it mean to you? Work was listen. It cut out a little bit there. Listen. Okay. And I'm going to clarify that I wasn't not listening whenever you said listen. It actually cut out. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the irony is strong, right? That buyer, that buyer sent you an offer and you, you were eyeballing that. <laughs> Don't blame I, me. I plugged in my uh, my hardwire to the internet because it's cutting out there for, for me. So yep. uh, but you asked what the word listen brings to mind. So, uh, you know, I think George W. Bush uh, had an awesome quote recently, regardless of where you, know, you stand on the political spectrum. Uh, you know, he said, this is a time to listen and not to lecture. You know, I think that with all of the uncertainty, and I realize that's another buzzword we keep saying, <laughs> but with all of the uncertainty, it's like everybody wants to give an answer and a solution. And the truth is there are some things right now that we're just going to have to let play out and we're going to have to see how they goes and how they go. And we're going to have to be respectful in the meantime. Um, so for me, listening is allowing to some, someone to speak and actually thinking about what they're saying versus just waiting to respond because somebody smarter than me said that most of us don't actually listen to other people speak. We just wait for a pause so, so we can speak. Yeah. For me, I have to put my hearing aids in, you know, so I, I've got, I've got some work to be able to do on that, but no, you're, you're spot on. I mean, listening and that, that dreadful feeling of being able to just be quiet. Don't, we don't need to respond unless someone asks us to, right? There's an opinion there. And, and if someone wants to hear it, that's great. But yeah, I think that probably means as much as ever in today's world, especially what we've seen in, in, uh, in the United States and beyond for sure. And that's just outside of pandemic. You know, you touched on, you know, just kind of the, the sound of silence and uh, you know, that's something I'm really learning to appreciate. Uh, I know it sounds funny, but, you know, now that I'm trying to uh, spend less time, you know, connected to screens and all that good stuff, uh, I'll find myself, you know, more comfortable with, uh, hey, I'll leave my phone downstairs, you know, over overnight or, or whenever, and I'll actually go upstairs and get ready without constantly checking stuff. And um, I'm really learning to you know, relearning the, you know, just the beauty of just quiet and, uh, you know, just getting a break from, from all the noise. 
Right on. So we've talked about this topic a number of times on Breaking Business Barriers, JT, and that's in almost every guest that we've had on, it's been brought up. So now we're on episode number 73. We'll bring it up again, but I, I think it's so important. The word comfort zone. What's that mean to you or maybe advice to someone because they're in their little, they're in their little box, right? Comfort zone. Uh, comfort zone is something that, you know, I'll give two responses. Uh, you know, I think that there are a lot of people who never want to leave their comfort zone. And there are people who are so addicted to work uh, that they never want to rest. Um, so, you know, my advice and encouragement is to, you know, choose times, you know, schedule your day and say, hey, I'm going to push myself really hard. Uh, between these hours and then after these hours, I actually deserve a break. You know, I deserve to relax and to, to feel to feel comfort. So I think there's people on both sides of that spectrum. And um, I think that a lot of us, you know, could could better define the need to to do both, you know, to push ourselves really hard, you know, do something every day that makes you uncomfortable. Um, but at the same time, you know, have designated time where, where again, you just unplug and, you know, give yourself that, that much needed break. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's that darn balance thing, right? Yeah. Right. It's, it's that balance. <laughs> well, as we begin to wrap this one up, the other thing I, I wanted to bring up and, and, uh, we'll get close to finishing out there. The pot, the podcast really for us is meeting new people that don't necessarily have to be celebrities, but there's someone that you can identify in one, one facet or another and give them an opportunity to tell their story. And not all stories are success stories. Some started with miserable failures, but then all of a sudden they're standing at the top of the mountain. Encouragement about, uh, or if you would just with a few words, meeting other people. How important is that to you? I know it is in your business, but how it is it? What's your, what's your advice or what's your opinion on that? I think it's huge, man. I think it's really huge, you know, especially with, uh, you know, there's just so much division this year between the whole COVID thing, you know, people on both sides have been politicizing it, uh, which it shouldn't be a, a political thing. It should just be a human thing. And then, um, you know, the, the topic of racial reconciliation, um, you know, these are both issues where we all want a quick fix. We all want to say, oh, well, if only such and such, then, you know, then everything would be okay. Uh, well, you know, to answer your question, meeting other people and truly having a desire to understand experiences that they're going through, which may be totally different than yours, whether that has to do with race, whether that has to do with your you know, job profession, like we were talking about before, uh, you know, that's the way to, that's the cure for all the divisiveness uh, that's out there. You know, there was a saying, uh, an awesome quote, I can't remember who, who said it, somebody smarter than me, but he said, it's hard to hate up close. You know, and that's the problem is 
you know, we all know, quote unquote, know, you know, however many thousands of people, but do we know them well? Do we ask someone how they're doing if we think that there's a possibility they're going to say they're, they're not doing well? I had a, a manager tell, tell me that when I sold copiers 15 years ago. He said, don't ever ask people how they're doing because if they say they're not doing well, there's awkward silence. Uh, well, I don't agree with that. I think that, you know, we should ask people questions um, and, and actually be ready for an answer that may not be, you know, a perfect answer. We should truly have a desire to understand what people go through, um, especially if they're different than us, you know, especially if they have a different background or, again, they're in a different you know, socioeconomic status uh, or a different race. You know, I think it's very important to meet people and, and truly get to know them and truly understand what their life is like. Wow, I should have, uh, oh, wait, we are recording this. We may <laughs> put that into some script. Uh, that's, that's really well said, and I appreciate you uh, sharing that with not only myself and, and everyone else. Well, you know, looking ahead to the rest of 2020, there's opportunity. There's also uh, opportunities for failure. We, we learn from those and hopefully they don't press us down. And, and uh, but as you said earlier, make sure you're surrounded with the right kind of people that, uh, that can provide the right advice. Uh, we'll listen without having to, to think about that response the entire time that they're listening. Right. But hey, man, I appreciate it. This is a this is a little break for us as we just uh, took a snapshot at the middle of the year and what's behind us, and and we'll spend some more time with our, with our guests looking looking ahead here in in twenty twenty and uh, and beyond because time does fly. I got a couple questions for you if you don't mind. All right. Yep. So um, you know, with the whole COVID thing, as we call it, right? <laughs> Uh, what are what are some some things that you feel uh, we've learned uh, from this that you know we can take with us, um, you know that may better us, you know, for years to come. You know, I think it. Uh, yeah, I'll be short and sweet to this one. It is uh, uncertainty is always around, right? And that Certain. ties back to what we talked about comfort zone. It talked about our plans. It talked about if we work hard it uncertainty is here and then we either we either grab it you know the bull by the horns or the bull gets us and and uh it, and it also goes back to family friends great people surrounding us because it's been difficult right i mean not going out and hanging out and with buddies or you know business partners or what have you you know we're social animals and and that gate's been put around us right yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's certainly been a tough time, and, and, but at the same time been encouraging to see the good it brings out in a lot of people. Absolutely. All right, man. I've, I've enjoyed all the creative ways to be social, you know, all the, the, the progress in technology and, you know, seeing more people Zoom call their grandparents. Well, hey, if your grandparents are, you know, four states away, you need to keep doing that even after <laughs> COVID's over, you know? Oh, no doubt about it. You know, Zoom is, uh, 
I've been using Zoom for a long time. I know you had been as well, but it is, uh, it's a household word. It's like dish soap. Use it every day. I mean, yeah. literally every, every day. Well, JT, I know we're about out of time. Again, this was just the two of us, you know, doing a reflection and then a, uh, a look forward, sharing some advice. I really appreciate what, uh, what you had to say and couldn't agree with all of those comments more. So Jared Ty, co-host of Breaking Business Barriers and behalf of, of our sponsors and what have you, we appreciate you all, appreciate you listening. And occasionally, hey, if you like what we're doing, hit the like button and then do a share. And uh, uh, we would appreciate that. All right, signing off. This is uh, Brent Duhame and Jared Ty. And as always, it's onward and upward. Take care, everyone.